crucial stage. It's not because of foreign wars we wage. It's more to do with the colors blue and red. Too many laws and too much government. Can you tell me where the Constitution went? The Bill of Rights is just hanging by a thread. So many people try to cross the border. Politicians build a new world order. Too many minds are convinced they should be led. I've gotta be free the way God made men, and I won't be ruled by the damned and wet. Taking your right to self-defense. They say you're safer, but they don't make sense. Dangerous ones will not turn in the guns. Always ask for more. All we buy is made on foreign shores. Come a day when there'll be real hell to pay. I've gotta be free. Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Tapping to the Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. But as always, I'm your ever so humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you from historic Rowan County, Tennessee. And man, oh man, so much stuff going on. I really am going to avoid the usual uh, babbling for a while. I'm going to jump right in, and we'll see how much we can get done, because there's so much to talk about. However, as is often the case, we've got to start off with uh, our friends over at Four Patriots. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, it is legitimate, straight up, based on all the information that we have on our aging and weakening uh, power grid that literally two-thirds of Americans are currently at risk of experiencing a blackout. You could be one of them. There's no question about that. You could be sitting in the dark, in the cold, for hours, for days, maybe even weeks, depending on what the cause of the blackout actually may be. So the real question is, are you ready to protect your family? You could be with the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Look, folks that have already purchased this fantastic new solar generator from 4Patriots, they're telling everybody that it is worth its weight in gold. Why? Because the generator has doubled the capacity and is expandable. 
so you can run big appliances like your refrigerator for even longer. Or other devices like electric blankets, microwaves, RV air conditioners, or even an electric wheelchair. You also get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets, so you can power more devices at once. And two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator is fume-free, safe to use inside, and it never needs gas, ever. Over 150,000 Americans trust Patriot Power Generators. So, go to 4 backslash T-A-P-P right now to get your solar generator. You'll even get a solar panel included for free. It's part of the deal. Now, remember... 4patriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. It's a special page set aside just for listeners of this show. It's going to start you out at a page that's going to show you this week's discounts and deals. But once you're there, you can shop the entire page. And there is a link at the top of that page that will take you immediately directly to the full sales pitch for the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. It's a fantastic, powerful energy supply. Uh, check into it right away. Don't hesitate. Go ahead and visit. All right, so I had a hard time even deciding where I wanted to start this uh, particular broadcast. I mean, we've got the somewhat humorous, except that nobody seems to be willing to laugh about it, Elmo tweet that took uh, Twitter, well, X, formerly Twitter, by storm, where everybody was telling the poor Muppet from Sesame Street exactly how they were doing, because Elmo was silly enough to ask. And there were a ton of hilarious responses. It, it was good stuff. But then the, the whole thing went off the rails when the Biden Twitter account decided to talk about how wise and sage Elmo is. So, do we talk about that? Well, I want to mention it, just in case you missed it, but no, we're not going to talk about that. We're not going to delve into it at any rate. I'm going to mention it, because if you have missed it, I don't know how you have, but it's worth checking out. We could talk about the kerfuffle at the border, but I've talked about that a lot lately, and everybody else is talking a lot about it, so we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about that. So let's jump right in with what could be uh, a, an awakening taking place. I mean, we, we could be finally starting to get the idea that the call is coming from inside the house. Of course, I'm talking about our favorite group of Democrats, the squad. And in this particular case, I'm not talking about Cori Bush, who decided she was going to well, at least the accusation is that she was going to decide to illegally use some of the dollars she had available to just pay her friends and family and soon-to-be, now, husband. Uh, yeah, there's a whole investigation into it, and there's been a DOJ criminal referral to this point. So I, I guess this is an effort for the Biden administration to take a look at some folks that are like, Hey, you know what? These guys really aren't making it easier for this to get Biden reelected. So we can pretend like 
we're treating everybody equally by going after a Democrat, but it's not really the kind of Democrat we'd like here at the Biden White House. Well, that's not even the story I'm talking about now. We will probably be getting way more in-depth with that moving forward. I want to talk about one of my more favorite members of the squad. And no, it's not AOC. It's the Democratic representative from the great state of Minnesota, Miss Ilhan Omar. Okay, so right now she has parked... She has sparked a ton of calls for her to be removed from Congress. What she did over this past weekend, after she made certain remarks at an event in Minnesota, in which she told a group of Somalis, well, of Somali descent, that she is advocating for Somalia, where she was born and raised during her early years. She's advocating for Somalia while serving in the U.S. Congress. Now, what I want to know is why people didn't realize this was already happening. She has clearly done more work on the floor of the House in the name of Somalia than she ever has for her constituencies in the state of Minnesota, even though the district she's in does look an awful lot like Little Mogadishu. The problem here is she admitted the quiet part out loud before she's just been doing the work, but she never said anything. She's met with everybody from Somali uh, leadership to even Turkish leadership. In fact, she even had meetings. We talk about it here on the show with Erdogan himself. Again, not pushing anything about the American agenda, not pushing anything about helping the people of Minnesota, but pushing for things that will improve the situation in Somalia. She seems to be not exactly understanding what the role is of a U.S. senator. She's a naturalized citizen. She does look like the district from which she's from. And we've talked about that a lot. I've made the point multiple occasions when it comes to Ilhan Omar, when it comes to Rashida Tlaib in Michigan, these are people that do look like the people of their district. They are representing the general idea that is asked for by her constituency. The problem has been, the question has been, why do we have such large communities that have not become part of the melding part, that do not identify as being Americans? And there's a huge number in both of the districts I just pointed out. But the thing here is Ilhan Omar has on multiple occasions done things publicly. It's a matter of her public record. Since she has been a United States representative, that she has worked harder for Somalia than she has for Minnesota or anyone in the United States. But to see the thing here is, she got busted. She was giving these remarks in a group where she was speaking Somali. And she thought she was among friends. She, she thought that even if they were going to be recorded, they would have the cover of her native language. And she could claim that if anybody tried to translate it, because she actually made this claim, that the translation was incorrect and it was a smear campaign. But this three-minute video clip that went viral this past weekend showed 
Omar. And it was translated on the video. Allegedly translated by officials from Somaliland, which is a breakaway part of Somalia, and that was a big part of what she was talking about. The nation itself has been trying to separate, and Somaliland has been looking to get official recognition. And the big part of the conversation was, she was talking about, will the United States actually recognize Somaliland as being separate from the rest of Somali, and what are they going to do? And she says they're going to do what they tell them to do. That what they, she and the president of Somalia, she claiming to have the type of power to control what the United States government does. And she's constantly using she, they, them, us pronouns in a fashion that makes it clear her allegiance is not to the United States of America. Her allegiance is not to the state of Minnesota. Her allegiance is not to the people that are actually living here, but to try to make things better at home. So at some point, presumably, after they've finished mooching as much as they can from the U.S. taxpayers, they can make their way back to a, a much improved Islamic Somalia. And yes, uh, being Muslim was something that uh, figured prominently in this conversation, too, in this video. Now, again, she claims that the Somaliland officials who translated it, they, uh, they didn't get it right. Now, the Somaliland, again, they've claimed their independence from Somalia. They've claimed it for decades. Uh, but more people are starting to pay attention to it in the last five years or so. It's not been officially recognized by any other countries yet as being a sovereign state in and of itself. But it looks like they're starting to gain a kind of traction that might get them there. Anyway, Omar, she made these remarks on Saturday, uh, this past weekend, while speaking at an event at the Hyatt Regency Minneapolis. They're celebrating the recent re-election of the president of the Puntland state of Somalia. Now, I don't know what Puntland state uh, is actually. I'm assuming something culturally within Islamic beliefs. <laughs> If you guys know something better, feel free to correct me. I, I'm acknowledging here I am as a human being, and I didn't jump into what Somalia is calling itself now. It's not much of a state, period. Whether Somaliland has broken away and become independent or not, it's been a mess for a long time. Regardless, is Ilhan Omar grateful for that? No. She just came here not at all pleased with how America has treated her and decided that we're all a bunch of racists, we're all anti-Islamicist, and uh, she wants to go back home. But she's going to take the U.S. taxpayer for a ride beforehand. That, that's basically been her plan. I've made that accusation here before. The reason why is because it seems pretty accurate based on, again, her public record, uh, the way she works, the meetings she's done, and the things she has to say that are just straight-up anti-Semitism.
from start to finish, anti-Semitic statements left and right, to the point that Nancy Pelosi, when she was the speaker, still refused to call her out, even though she was pressured to do so by a large number of Democrats, especially those that happened to be of the Jewish persuasion. And by the time she finally came around to making a statement, it was watered down on the anti-Semitism. And they had to talk a whole lot about Islamophobia, too. So basically, she didn't call him out at all. But that has little to do with what's going on here. What's going on here? <laughs> well, she was celebrating the re-election of Salid Abdullah Dinin. And if I butchered that, I apologize, Mr. President of Somalia. Omar's remarks, of course, came as there have been recent tensions between Ethiopia and Somalia over Somaliland. Ethiopia reportedly came to an agreement with Somaliland that would recognize Somaliland as an independent country separate from Somali, in exchange for Ethiopia, which is a landlocked country, gaining access to 12 miles of the coastline in the region through a lease agreement. So, you know, it sounds like a pretty good deal for Ethiopia, if you know what I mean. Well, Somali proper, not liking that. They flatly rejected the agreement, saying in a statement, quote, there is no space for mediation unless Ethiopia retracts its illegal, illegal memorandum of understanding and reaffirms the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Somalia. Now, my question is, does Somalia proper control this territory? If it's a separatist region, and they have been running the area as a separate territory for a while, then unless they go in militarily and end the conflict, I, I don't see that they have the legal standing to make this argument in any type of international fashion. It, it would be the same as suddenly uh, Israel... Uh, deciding that they were going to lease out coastland from the West Bank and uh, from the Gaza Strip. Which, technically, since they occupy the territory, wouldn't they have a legal right to do? Except these are territories that they've not actually been under operational control for a while. They've left it in the hands of terrorists, unfortunately. But uh, I'm sure that the left that wants to assert Somalia's right to control here would be real quick to, if we flip the uh, script here and try to make the same argument for Israel to do the same thing. They would argue very quickly about how it's the Palestinians that should have control of the territory. Well, guess what? Maybe it's the Somalians who should have control of the territory. But whatever the purpose of this little event was, we talk about it right now just so that you understand what facilitated the conversation. Outside groups hired professional translations. 
Now, so not just taking the word for the Somaliland officials. Uh, the Daily Wire did this. A few other organizations did it as well. And according to them, the translation of Omar's remarks, well, <clears throat> Omar referenced the agreement between Ethiopia and Somaliland. So you can quote, a few days ago, we heard the news about some people claiming to be Somalis getting into an agreement with Ethiopia. She continued. Now, again, this is the independently verified translation. I got calls from a lot of people saying, Ilhan, you need to talk to the U.S. government. What is the government of the U.S. doing? My answer to their question was that the U.S. government will do what we tell them to do about it. Now, I want that to sink in for a second. The U.S. government is going to do whatever we tell them? Hello? Again, we know the we they're talking about, but in case you missed part of this, it's a really good question to ask. What we are we talking about here, Elhan? You and who else? The U.S. government's just going to say, whatever you guys want, which current Biden administration <laughs> probably would. But should they? Should it just be a matter of they'll do what we tell them? Awful proud of yourself, aren't you, Ilhan? Think you got a little more power, a little more leverage than the average U.S. representative would have, especially the average U.S. representative from the state of Minnesota, from a district that is primarily immigrant or migrant. Seeing that immigrants are here with a certain legal status and not everyone in your district is there legally anyway. <coughs> Let me continue with the translation. Okay, so blah, 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 question. U.S. government will do what we tell them to do about it. We need to be confident in ourselves. In other words, puff up and act like you've got more power than you do. Back to quoting. We live in this country. It is the country that we pay tax to, and it is the country that one of your daughters is in. One of your daughters? I'm presuming she's very fancifully trying to say herself. I'm one of your daughters. As long as I'm in the U.S. Congress, no one will take away in the Somali Sea or water. No one will take away in the Somali Sea or water. Again, the translation from Somali into English, not one of the better translations. Pretty sure that that's a statement that nobody's taking away their sovereign territory. Only is it really your sovereign territory anymore? I'm, I'm going to ask this separation, the, this separatist movement, decades now, boys and girls, not just last week, not just three months ago, not less than three years, decades this has been ongoing, and they've basically been functioning on their own for a while now. But Ilhan suggests that no one's taken away any of Somali's sovereign territory. 
again, back to the quoting, and I will not support the U.S. government in supporting other people to rob us. Okay, so if if the Biden official, if the Biden administration's official statement becomes, we're going to side with Somaliland, you're not going to support them. What does that actually mean, Elhan? That you're just going to vote against whatever comes in front of you that would support it? Okay. Well, there is one vote against. I'm, I'm pretty sure that there'd probably be several votes against, but. It's not like you're going to have any particular leverage here, Elhan. I will not support the U.S. government in supporting other people to rob us. Rest assured that it will not happen, Minnesota. The lady that you sent to Congress knows about you, and she feels your interest like you all do. Okay, so here's my... $64,000 question. Why do you care so much about what's happening in Somalia now when you are removed? Many of your constituents are more than a generation removed now. You are U.S. citizens, uh, most of you, and that's the whole point. You either are or you're on the path or all intents and purposes you're going to be treated as if you are. I get having a connection to your homeland to the point that you don't want to see bad things happen, but that's not where you live anymore. That's not your home anymore. And if you feel like it is, why are you staying here? And you, in particular, Representative Omar, why are you operating within the U.S. House of Representatives if you can't honor your oath of office? If you can't have your first loyalty to the United States. Now, Omar continued on. She thanks the Somali president, uh, Hussein Shahik, for reminding everyone that even if Somali is in crisis, we are people of talent who know their country and whose country cannot be put in danger except Somali's been in a state of perpetual danger for, again, I'm going to use the term, decades. Black Hawk down. That was Somalia. Somalia has been in danger because of the inability of the people to get along. Your country can be put in danger, because it's in danger. But again, I'll remind you, Representative Omar, you're not a Somali citizen. You are a U.S. citizen. And if that's not the way you like it, you can fix it pretty easy. You should step down of your own accord if you can't honor your oath of office. Again, I'm going to just say it. Back to quoting uh, some more, I want to congratulate the Somalis in Minnesota and the Somalis everywhere on how you all are united and how you all supported our president. Who needs our support? Now, this is her concluding, right? 
Uh, and again, this is according to the translation. Somalia is Somalia, and Somalis are all one. We are all brothers and sisters. No one can divide our land. We are missing land, and we will search for it soon. No one will divide whatever land that we have now. Okay, uh, a lot of contradiction in with that statement, but I would once more like to point out, if you're looking to congratulate your president... Even though I'm not real happy with the selection, the currently recognized occupier of 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue is the president you should be calling your president. Now, you can be embarrassed by it. You can be ashamed by it. You can claim he's not legitimate. Whatever your feelings politically are about that, that's fine. But... I don't think anyone in the United States, none of these so-called election deniers or insurrectionists, according to the left, are going to be swearing an oath and allegiance and claiming that the Somali president is theirs. So why do you get away with it? And this no one can divide our land. Right now our land is divided. Uh, okay, obviously whoever's... Joe Biden may be writing your speeches for you. I, I don't know. A translation of Omar's remarks that appeared in the video clip that went viral on social media largely aligns with the translation that was provided by these independent sources. So they're pretty close. They're not an exact. So when she makes the statement that this translation is off, technically she's telling the truth, but is it off to the point that you're getting a different message, getting a disingenuous message, getting something that's taken out of context? No. No, you're not. The translation is good enough. You're getting the gist of the conversation and the, these other translations provided by international translation services. They're pretty much in agreement too. I've now looked at about four or five different translations, and for the most part, there's just a few words here and there that's different, and it's in an effort to try and grasp the meaning of the parts that seem to be contradictory. Translation is obviously how she said it. She may have just been off the cuff and kind of tripping all over her words, and if that's all it was, then okay, that happens to all of us that spend time just talking off the cuff that don't have a set script ready to rock and roll. But regardless of that, none of that's really the point. The overreaching message from Ilhan Omar at this particular gathering is that she's advocating for the country from which she was born. And she's advocating for what she still clearly thinks of as her homeland from inside of the U.S. Congress. And that it seems to be her top priority. That it looks as if she doesn't even really care about the people of Minnesota, uh, unless 
they are fellow travelers from Somalia in her district. It's not the whole state of Minnesota. It's just the people of her district. And technically, that's who she was elected to represent. But she only cares about them in so much as what it does for Somalia, not for what it does for Minnesota, and certainly not for what it does for the United States of America. Omar clearly signaled that she's working in Congress to protect Somalia and to make sure that Somalia will never be in danger. Remarks that were included in the viral translation and then verified by... Ingco International, primary service that most international services use, the congresswoman asserted that Somalis love their homeland and promised that she's working day and night to protect your interests. That's a quote again. Working day and night. Now, of course, as I already mentioned, Omar responded to the viral translation in a post on her ex-formerly Twitter account, saying, quote, It's not only slanted, but completely off. But I wouldn't expect more from these propagandists. Except after reading to you from the translation from the International Service, not only is it not completely off, it's not even really slanted. It, it seems like an honest attempt, or maybe they just misheard a word or two, or maybe trying to make sense of how do you translate that into English. Now, of course, numerous top Republican politicians and conservative figures have slammed Omar over the remarks. Uh, one of the strongest... Uh, most uh, firm statements came from uh, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. Basically just responded to the video clip by saying, and I quote, expel from Congress, denaturalize, and deport. Donald Trump Jr. said, quote, listen to it all. It's not hyperbole when we say our representatives are putting America last. The House Majority Whip, Tom Elmer, also happens to be from Minnesota, but happens to be Republican. Tom responded by saying, Ilhan Omar's appalling Somali first comments are a slap in the face to the Minnesotans she was elected to serve and a direct violation of her oath of office. She should resign in disgrace. Only we know that's not going to happen. You're absolutely right. She should, but she won't. Representative Mike Collins of Georgia said, What if Ilhan fought for Somalia from Somalia? Might be time to discuss expelling another member of Congress. Uh, Major Marjorie Taylor Greene, also from Georgia, commented in part saying, quote, she flaunts using her position as a congresswoman to protect Somalia's border while our border is invaded by millions of illegals who are a danger to America. Representative 
Diana Harshberger, Republican from Tennessee. Terrorist sympathizer Ilhan Omar has shown her true colors. Her treasonous comments and allegiance to Somalia are a violation of her oath of office. Our elected officials have a duty to our nation and our nation only. We must be vigilant when deciding who is allowed to enter our country. So we're legitimately talking about an effort legitimately talking about an effort to remove her from the country, according to some of these folks. Now look, I don't like the idea of denaturalizing folks, especially if they haven't committed any crimes. But I am 100% behind removing Ilhan Omar from the House of Representatives and banning her from holding public office again here in the United States because she has made it clear that she is not capable of honoring her oath of office. She doesn't have the commitment to this country. Her commitment is to her homeland. She believes Somalia requires so much effort. And, you know, I applaud her passion for her homeland. And if she's that determined to go help it, then she needs to move to a position that she can honor her commitments, follow her passions, and just, yeah, if she's not going to leave the country, at least leave that office and become an advocate. And she's she's got plenty of friends in the squad that she can still advocate for. But she should not be voting. Not in the House of Representatives. She doesn't belong there. So I'm I'm with a lot of these other folks. Let's go ahead. Let's get her out. All right. It's a little past time for us to move to the uh, mid-hour break. So I've got some good news and some bad news. I'm going to start with the bad news. Vanish Holster is changing up their uh, strategy moving forward. So they're not going to be running ads on podcasts for a while. They're going to try their uh, luck. And other positions. So our current campaign will officially come to an end as of February 9th. Now, come February 9th, that means you're not going to hear me mention them anymore. And as I've looked at the schedule, that means we're going to have a Friday night show on the 8th. And that will actually be the last time you hear me discuss it. Unless I give them one bonus time. <coughs> Now, what that means, however, is that the good news is they've extended their holiday uh, special, and they're going to continue to honor that holiday special at least until the official end date. After that, I don't know if that automatic discount is going to continue to be uh, valid. So if you've been listening, you've been thinking about it, maybe you've even visited, but you've decided to hold off, you're running out of time. That's what I'm telling you. Now, that doesn't mean that you still can't make a purchase some other time when it fits your category better. But I don't know that you're ever going to get a better deal than the one they've got going right now. When you buy one of their ultra-comfortable holsters at that discount that you get by going to www.vnsh.com backslash TAPP, 
then you can get a second holster at 50% off that discounted price. So you buy one, you get one half price. That's a pretty good deal. In fact, it's perfect if you want to own and use the world's most comfortable holster and give one to a friend or a family member. Or, you know, truthfully, if you want to just have two for yourself, that's your business. <laughs> Either way, you get pretty good pricing here. Look, getting the side, I do promise you that you'll love this holster more than any other holster that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any gun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, you'll forget you're wearing it, which is a big part of why they call it the Spanish holster in the first place. The revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions and... It also lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines, you know, in case you have to make a quick reload. Best of all, that's right, all that stuff, and that's still not even the best part. Best of all, it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. Now, again... We're really running out of time. It doesn't matter what their next promotion is going to be. It doesn't matter uh, if that price increase is coming up. What matters is if you want to use this website to get that discount, your time is up as of February 9th. So sneak it in there. Now, they may honor it for some time after that. Uh, for folks that are hearing the podcast later, we haven't discussed that. I don't know how long they'll honor that. But I can't imagine that it would be very long because I do know that they're planning on changing up promotions and that they're moving towards a different ad uh, strategy. In fact, the web page might not even work anymore. It might become an expired page. So your time is running up. And, and I highly recommend you take full advantage of this special deal while it's available, to take full advantage of your buying power. It's it's a great deal. And the Vanish Holster is a phenomenal product. And beyond that, we know what's going on. I mean, a quick look around. We've got criminals that are more emboldened than ever. We've got the threat of terrorism on American soil looming larger than it has in decades. Don't. Please Please don't make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. One more time, go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. Go there right now so you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. You go there as soon as you can, take full advantage of the opportunity, and... Uh, you know, just just don't hesitate anymore. If you've been thinking about it, the time to do it is now. All right, let's take that break, and when I come back, we'll move on to the next topic. This is Ed Dowd. I'm with Finance Technologies, and you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap Into the Truth.
Make America Great Again, known as MAGA, is a noble cause. But unless we the people make excellence great again, our republic's best days will only remain a fond memory. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's Face from the Edwards Notebook, brought to you by Constitutional Grounds Coffee, there was a time in our republic when Americans took pride in a job well done. No matter what the job, career, or entrepreneurial venture, excellence of results was expected and demanded. Excellence was taught from Christian pulpits and Jewish synagogues from the biblical chapters in Proverbs. Parents taught their children to seek to be excellent in all they do, whether it was schoolwork, household chores, etc. So long as the principle of excellence, along with high moral standards, were passed down to each succeeding generation, America was great. Because through excellence, along with high moral standards, our republic maintained her one-time position as the envy of the world and one nation under God. So yes, America can be great again, but only if we the people are willing to work to reestablish the standard of excellence. Let us make excellence great again, and then America will truly be great again. I'm Ron Edwards. Join me live weekdays, 3 p.m. Eastern, 12 Pacific, to find out where. Go to theronedwards.com. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe cusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow... Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueEdgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I got to wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you going to do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. 
I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yep, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew Krabschett. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschett from redballoon.work. Check us out today. This is Sim Tap, the ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host of Tap Into The Truth. My people of this country and we're under attack. They ban us, they cancel us for speaking the facts. If you man enough, come stand with us, take USA back. And every time we pull up, all you're gonna see is American flags. Alrighty, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much for staying with me through that break. I uh, noticed they're a little shorter than uh, the usual here lately. Uh, yeah, I'm having to cut out some of it just to make enough room to continue talking. But before we get to the next topic, uh, I do have to uh, address a very serious question with you. And that is, given the current state of the economy, uh, the fluctuations of the value of the dollar, inflation, and the efforts of the Fed to move towards a digital dollar, then I have to wonder... Have you been thinking about using gold and silver as a means to diversify your holdings, a, a way to protect your hard-earned wealth? Because if you haven't, then it's probably time that you did. And if you've been thinking about it, but you're not real sure how to go about doing it, in either case, I've got the best piece of advice anybody's going to give you on the topic. Call the conservative, the premier conservative gold company, the company that I trust, the folks that I deal with, Harvard Gold Group. Look, they're Better Business Bureau approved with five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy and easy to sell. They have low price guarantees, and they offer up to $15,000 worth of free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchase. It's worth making the phone call just to find out what it takes to, to qualify for the free promotional stuff, right? So give them a call for their free investor's guide. And whether you want to protect your retirement accounts or you just want to have gold in hand, and that's a pretty good feeling this day and age. Call Harvard Gold Group at 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Call them or you can visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Either way, use promo code TAP, that's T-A-P-P, or be sure to let them know when you give them a call that you heard about them from here, tap into the truth, you heard from Tim Tap, and uh, that will actually qualify you for an additional $250 of free promotional gold or silver on top of any other promotions you qualify. That does still require a qualifying purchase, of course, but if you're going to invest anyway, why not take advantage of all the free stuff you can, right? Anyway, just... Give them a call one more time. The number is 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or harvardgoldgroup.com. Either one, 
works really well. Now I'm going to call it audible because I don't have a whole lot of time left here. And I'm going to discuss a topic that was kind of a standby because it's not going to take near as much time to really go into. And then I'm going to start off the second hour with where my second story of this uh, broadcast was going to be. I mentioned that because lots of times I'll put these kind of in the order of uh, what I think of as the most important thing for you to hear. So I want you to think that the other one, I don't want you to think I'm putting this ahead of the other story. All right, so here's a big deal. We, we know that Biden has said that he's decided what the retaliation against the attack on our uh, folks in uh, Jordan is going to be. And uh, then there was this big threat, and we're going to hold people accountable in a time of our choosing, blah, 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 blah. And there's still some undertones and some whispers and maybe even some leaks that suggest that Biden was actually going to do some sustained bombing. Then so there's some criticizing that, uh, again, they're telegraphing this, that the leak was intentional. All that is just it's side drama. It's important. Don't get me wrong. It's a big deal. I, I think I expressed myself pretty clearly last time we got together when we were talking about the death of these three servicemen and the wounding of dozens of others. That it was inevitable given the weakness that's been involved, the fact that we haven't hit them square in the jaw. And and I've heard these people getting whiny, like, oh, no, now if we do this, they're calling for World War Three. It's like, no, no, that's not what we're saying. If you hit Iran and you hit them correctly, strategically and hard enough that they realize, oh, we don't want that, especially especially given that right now, in this particular moment in time, it would only take a well-positioned nudge to topple the regime. The Iranian people are ready to overthrow the theocracy. They have been for a while, but they have never been so motivated as they have been for the last year plus. These ongoing protests have been clear. But the other thing that's clear is exactly what I've been telling you the entirety of the time that we've been playing patty cake with the Houthi uh, in Yemen. And that's the fact that as long as we don't respond in a way that actually has a penalty, if we don't respond in a way that actually has a cost on them for the cost of doing business, the cost of attacking the United States or attacking the United States allies is a steep cost, but if they don't have to pay it, then there is no deterrence. And rather than just saying, don't, what do you say to Iran if they take Don't. Okay, well, we've seen how well that works. You actually embolden them. You don't back them off. And in the latest example of that, in case you may have missed it, an anti-ship cruise missile that was fired by the Iranian-backed Houthi terrorists this week reportedly came within just a few seconds of actually hitting a U.S. warship in the Red Sea. So now they've gone from attacking non-military ships, commercial ships, to actually trying to fire, trying to sink, trying to cause damage U.S military ships. They're trying to kill more of our servicemen. There had better be a response to this. On January 30th, 
at approximately 11.30 p.m. local time. The Iranian-backed Houthi militants fired one anti-ship cruise missile from Houthi-controlled areas in Yemen towards the Red Sea. This is a quote from the statement that was given by U.S. Central Command. The missile was shot down by USS Gravely. Registry number DDG-107, if you want to look her up. CNN actually reported that the missile came within a mile of the ship before it was shot down by the ship's uh, Felix close-in weapon system, which the U.S. Navy describes as a fast reaction, detect through engage radar guidance, 20 millimeter gun weapon system. Quoting here, in the past, these missiles have been intercepted by U.S. destroyers in the area at a range of eight miles or more. But the USS Gravely had to use its close-in weapon system for the first time since the U.S. began intercepting the Houthi missiles late last year, which ultimately succeeded in downing the missile. Given that the cruise missiles travel at hundreds of miles per hour, the fact that it came within a mile of the ship means that it was at most only a few seconds away from impact. Now, this incident, as I've mentioned, comes after three U.S. soldiers were murdered and nearly three dozen more were injured in a suicide drone attack on a U.S. military base in Jordan. That happened this past Sunday. Biden has said that he intends to respond to the deadly attacks over the weekend, but no military response has happened yet. And as long as we continue to not respond, as long as we continue to only offer harsh words, then what we're going to continue to see is an uptick in how the Houthi are going to respond. An uptick in what we can expect from other organizations that are backed by the Iranians that are operational. In fact, you very well could see a toppling of Iraq and the entirety of the Iraqi nation joining Iran in an effort to fight not Israel, but us. You got to smack them. What they need to do is what Reagan did, sink two-thirds of the Navy, knock out a third of the Air Force, all in a coordinated attack, and say, that's your warning. Test us Find out what happens for real. If you want to F around, you really need to find out. If there's no finding out, they're going to keep effing around, and it's going to be Americans in uniform and eventually American civilians here in the homeland that pay that price. All right, let's reset the hour, and uh, we will continue right after this. Don't go anywhere, guys. Be right back. From a blue state clan Taught to praise the little man Told that union saved the working class He was raised a red state son To love the flag and own a gun 
warned about the greed within the mass. They met beneath the moonlit sky, a college party drunk and high. And when they had degrees, they said their vows. And he couldn't say when, he couldn't say how, he couldn't say why. She was different in his eyes. And had a kid Tried to live like their parents did But both their parties taxed them close to death They learned to hate the public schools Watch TV making fools While trial lawyers looted what was left She, she couldn't say when She couldn't say how She couldn't say why He was different in her eyes Saw them years ago A happy little cabin in the west They homeschooled on their farm Making so much more from so much less They can say when, they can say how, and they can say why, they're different in your eyes. They're different in your eyes. They're different in your eyes. You're listening to Tap Into The Truth. go brandon okay we are back as we're now diving headlong into hour number two of today's broadcast of tap into the truth thank you so much for being here i appreciate it before we jump on to the next story i do need to talk to you again i I need to ask you a serious question you know back in the first hour i told you about the fact that nearly two-thirds of americans are at risk of a blackout You're, you're going to experience one at almost any time. The aging infrastructure, that's the way it is. So the question is, will you be prepared when things go sideways? Now, if your answer is yes, then great, good. I, I'm happy to hear it, and, and I hope that's true. But if you're prepared, how about the people that you care about? Family, friends, 
uh, folks that <clears throat> might show up at your house if they're not when stuff hits the fan. Uh, it doesn't really matter that you care about these people. What matters is whether or not they're going to be prepared. Because if they're not, they become a risk to you. You've taken the time to get ready, to be prepared, and yet it's still going to be at risk because of what other people are going to want to do. So encourage everyone you know and care about to also be prepared. Now, we were talking just a second ago about my warning from the first hour, when literally two-thirds of Americans are at risk of experiencing a blackout. That means, whether you're one of them or not, that it very well could be you, and you could be sitting in the dark, and it could be the cold, or it could be the excessive heat, depending on what time of year it happens, but you could be sitting there for hours, for days, depending on the reason for the blackout, maybe even weeks. So, again, are you really prepared to protect your family? Now, you could be if you had the Patriot Power Solar Generator 2000X. Look, the folks, the folks that have purchased this generator from 4Patriots, they're telling me that it's worth its weight in gold. Why? Because this generator has doubled the capacity of previous versions, and it's expandable. So you can run the big appliances, like your refrigerator, and you can run them for longer than you could before. Or, if it's not your refrigerator that you're looking at, you can run other devices, like, well, let's say it's really cold and you need an electric blanket. Uh, let's say that you have some microwavable food that you want to have. Only without electricity, microwave ovens don't work so good, right? Well, congratulations. You can run your own microwave. Maybe you're just really hot, so you want to run your RV air conditioner. There you go. And in some cases, you can even run an electric wheelchair. The specifics here, you get 12 outlets, including four AC outlets. So you can power more devices at once. You've got two USB-C outlets, which can charge your phone 20 times faster than a regular plug. Best of all, this new solar generator, it's fume-free. It's safe to use inside. It never needs gasoline, ever. Over 150,000 Americans already trust Patriot Power Generators. Uh, that's a pretty good track record. It means that you can, too. Now, We've got a special page set aside for listeners of Tap Into the Truth. You can go get your new generator now by visiting. You can go to 4 backslash T-A-P-P. That's going to land you on this week's deals and discount page. Okay? But you're going to see at the very top of it a link where you can skip shopping for the deals and the discounts. Now, I highly recommend you check it out. It's a great place to start on your journey to being prepared Get the preparedness items that you can use now and that can save your life later. It's a great place to get started if you're just starting to uh, pick up items. It's also a great place if you've already got your emergency food kit set and you've got your generator. You can pick up some random things that maybe you thought about getting before and like, oh, now it's on sale. Let me get that. 
It's great for you, and it's also great for you to share with those other people you care about. We were talking about at the top of the bit. It's fantastic. Just go to fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. You can get that solar generator right now, and you can even get that solar panel that goes with it for absolutely no additional cost. Uh, that's pretty good. All right, so uh, one more time. Four Patriots, that's the number four. Fourpatriots.com backslash T-A-P-P. Okay, so here was going to be the second story of the day. Until I ran long, as usual, with the first story, and I didn't have enough time to do it justice. So we're going to kick off right here. Now, it's pretty obvious that the Democrats, and in particular uh, Biden, have been talking about the fascism that is Donald Trump, right? We, we've heard that since Donald Trump was first elected. We, we keep hearing the efforts to make them sound terrible and horrible and very, very no good. After all, Orange Man is bad, right? He is the kicker of puppies, the eater of babies, the, the climate arsonist. He's all those things and a bag of chips, only not the healthy kind, right? That, that's what the left wants you to believe. The other thing that we've heard is about reproductive rights, how because of Donald Trump, the Supreme Court took away women's constitutional rights only. If it was really a constitutional right, they couldn't take it away. They could only affirm it, right? That's kind of the case. Well, we've seen where these two things have collided now. And a lot of anger erupted, especially online. It started this past Tuesday following the Biden Department of Justice successful prosecution of six pro-life protesters who now face more than a decade behind bars and hundreds of thousands of dollars in fines. This is what fascism looks like because this is a case where Christians peacefully protest in the form of standing and setting and singing gospel hymns and speaking to young women that were showing up at the clinic who were willing to talk to them. They didn't force themselves on anybody that wasn't willing to talk, but the ones who were willing, they tried to talk them out of murdering the preborn baby humans that are in the image of God that they were carrying. They did not show up at a police station and force the police out and trash the place and then set it on fire. They didn't show up at a federal court building and smash out windows and try to set it on fire. They sang gospel hymns and tried to talk to people. But because they were standing in the way of the murder of pre-born baby humans, well, that's a constitutional right in the eyes of the Democratic Party. And if you challenge them, then you must face the penalty. If you were any, if you were within 150 miles of D.C. on January 1st, 
and you happen to have wore a red hat, didn't even matter. It didn't have to be a, a MAGA hat. It could have been a Cincinnati Reds cap where the, the logo had fallen off because <laughs> it's a really old cap. You're a long-time uh, fan, right? It's just a red cap, and you're in a gulag right now. You are a political prisoner, and now these six pro-life protesters are also facing the very real possibility of becoming political prisoners. Now, the protests, again, let me give you the backstory. Uh, this is one that I'm sure you've been hearing about it. But just in case, it happened back in uh, 2021. The activists who were not accused of any violence whatsoever were found guilty in a Tennessee courtroom of conspiracy against rights secured by the FACE Act and committing FACE Act violations. Now, how is it you get two separate crimes from the same thing? Uh, with a conspiracy against rights. What? Uh, being in a prayer group is now a conspiracy? Being part of a church is now a conspiracy? Is that the accusation you're making? Well, no, no. Only if you're Christian and still believe in the sanctity of life. Then it's a conspiracy. No, this is fascism. Thank you, uh, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Now, again, the FACE Act is a Clinton-era law that criminalizes the use of force or threats of force to prevent someone from accessing an abortion clinic. If you haven't seen the videos of this, there's plenty of it available online. Almost every conservative news outlet was showing some of the footage. I am hard-pressed to see the violence or the threats of violence that they supposedly committed in order to have actually violated the FACE Act. All they did was stand in front of office space. Some of them sat down in front of the doorway, and here's the, the, the terrible, horrible truth. When asked if people could go by them, the people that were sitting there got out of the way and let them by. So, excuse me, where is the actual violation of the FACE Act? Where is the threat of violence? Where is the actual violence? There is none. Well, except in the minds of the Biden Justice Department, because in their mind, just standing up in the name of the pre-born baby humans here is violence against their ideology. It's a challenge, you see. It challenges their authority. It challenges the way they think. It challenges the, the very concepts and precepts of how they can garner more power and control over the American public. They get into the hearts and minds, and worst of all, the minds of the youth by trying to convince them that, well, it's just a clump of cells, and you should be able to do whatever you want to without consequence. Why should you be punished with a child. Uh, spoiler alert, guys. Getting a child through actions that you took isn't a punishment, but it does put you in a position where if you behave in a certain way, you should be responsible enough to live with the consequences. It is a consequence. It's not a punishment. And in fact, majority of the time, it's a blessing. Now, you might be able to point out a few rare occasions here and there where maybe it's not 
Or maybe it's just you don't feel like it is because you feel like you're being punished because you weren't mature enough to be a parent at that point in time, which means, spoiler alert again, you weren't mature enough to be engaging in the behavior. If you're not ready, then don't do it. We, we used to teach our kids that very basic, simple premise a long time ago. Of course, not the Democrats. If it feels good, do it, right? <sighs> Fascism. Quoting here, A grand total of zero people have ever been arrested for protesting outside the houses of the Supreme Court justices after Roe was overturned, which is a federal crime. But peaceful pro-lifers now face 11 years in jail for praying outside an abortion clinic. That was Greg Price, conservative strategist. He posted that Tuesday on X, formerly Twitter, emphasizing the apparent political biased application of the federal law. Well, you know, I'm glad I'm not the only one who sees it. Because there is no doubt. This is a matter of an exercise of political clout. It's a targeting of the people that do not politically align with the Biden administration or the handlers behind the scenes. Matt Walsh, who does a podcast over at the Daily Wire. He's also a prolific writer. Uh, he's been on the front lines fighting against the transgender attacks on children. Uh, he asked a very poignant question not that long ago, what is a woman? In case you're wondering who Matt Walsh is. Uh, if you're listening to this show, you probably know. But anyway, Matt Walsh blasted the DOJ for its, quote, full-on Soviet-style corruption and persecution. I think he was uh, taking it easy on them. Uh, Matt also wrote on X, this is incredible. The U.S. attorney persecuting the pro-life activists who were just convicted and face 11 years in prison for peacefully protesting outside of a clinic actually argued in court that there is no such thing as a non-violent crime. What? No such thing as a non-violent crime? Are you sure you work for the Biden administration? I mean, this is the same Justice Department that literally has turned a blind eye to riots and destruction of federal property, attacks on police officers, attacks on police stations, attack on federal courthouses. They offered to try and help get these people bail paid when they were taken into custody. And they worked hard to get the Justice Department to just cut them loose. That kind of violence, they said, was justified because the frustration was understandable. No, it's because that's part of their voting block. And the people that showed up to stand in front of this abortion clinic here in Tennessee, they're not 
part of the Democratic voting bloc. So again, for my friends, everything. For my enemies, the law. That's that's where we're at now. Full on, full blown banana republic. Oh my gosh, what could possibly go right from this point forward with this administration? Saying that this is incredible is still incredibly timid. Walsh also added, meanwhile, the Biden administration is currently in the process of releasing hundreds of criminals from prison on the basis that their crimes were nonviolent. Even though we just heard from the U.S. attorney trying to put these Christians in jail for caring about preborn baby humans, we heard from him that there's no such thing as a nonviolent crime, but the Biden administration is letting violent criminals out because, you know, the crimes aren't violent. They're making legal arguments totally arbitrarily depending on the politics of the situation. Full-on Soviet-style corruption and persecution. And again, that's putting it mildly. Lives a TikTok. They posted, the Biden regime is evil and corrupt to the core. They're gelling pro-lifers for praying and singing. Meanwhile, most BLM and Antifa protesters had their charges dropped. Democrats staged multiple insurrections, taking over state capitals, and Democrat-run cities are riddled with crime as their soft-on-crime DAs let violent criminals go free. The Democrats accuse us of fascism. This is real fascism. They always accuse us of what they themselves are doing. Again, hat tap to libs of TikTok. Absolutely correct. Mike Lee from uh, Utah. Uh, shout out to the Utah listeners. I hate not being over the airwaves out there. Uh, Miss KYAH. I'm sure a lot of you guys do. Love to bring in a little East Tennessee flavor to Utah's talk authority. Maybe someday that can be corrected. Station can get back on the air. Or at least one similar. And if that happens, maybe we'll be back out there. Anyway, Mike Lee suggested that the FACE Act, quote, is being used by the DOJ to punish pro-life protesters, but not their pro-abortion counterparts. So he's basically making the statement that there are pro-abortion protesters that have been just as guilty of blocking entrances and keeping people from being able to move in, especially when it comes to the pregnancy centers that are Christian-based that are trying to offer a alternative to the murder of pre-born baby humans. And he's got a great point there, because they haven't went after any of those people, even though they're technically committing the exact same crime. Again, it's just not from the standpoint that they want to offer the abortion. They're trying to offer actual reproductive health care, because the goal is to end up with reproduction taking place. <laughs> Anyway, quoting here, is the FACE Act sufficiently well written? 
fairly administered, and clearly appropriate as an exercise of federal lawmaking authority? I believe the answer to that question is no on all three points. Again, this is still Mike Lee. Bottom line, the Biden administration incarcerates people for praying at abortion clinics while ignoring violent acts at churches and pregnancy centers. So many camels, so much obsessive attention paid to harmless things mistaken for gnats. Hmm. <laughs> Actually, that's pretty clever. Uh, you got to think about it. It's a play on a lot of... Uh... <sighs> anyway. The point here is that the Biden Department of Justice has ramped up its prosecution of pro-life protesters since the start of the Biden term. One of the first cases that drew attention to the matter was the targeting of Catholic pro-life father of seven, Mark Hulk. And I'm sure you'll recall, Mark, we talked about it in depth. He was one of the organizers of a protest that he himself didn't actually uh, attend because of other engagements. And they showed up at his house and they showed up in force. They took him in front of his wife and his children in an effort to frighten the entire town. They wanted to send a message. They wanted to make an example of all the good Christians that care about preborn baby humans because you're not allowed to do that. You're not allowed to disagree with them. They need the children getting pregnant and having the abortion so they can be so tore up inside and so mentally distraught that they're not capable of spending two seconds of engaging in critical thinking to realize how insane the current Democratic Party is with its policies and its philosophies. Mark Hulk was arrested and had his home raided by an estimated 20 FBI agents in front of his children. Hoke was ultimately acquitted by a jury after about an hour of deliberation, and the family is currently suing the DOJ for millions of dollars, and all I can say is good for you. Maybe a lesson will be learned, but the raw exercise of power is not a problem that the Democratic Party, any member thereof, seems to have. They will exercise power and authority that they do not have, and they will dare you to challenge them on it. And if you take a shot at the king and miss, you end up in the uh, J6 gulag. Another instance of anger erupted over the summer when the DOJ successfully convicted five pro-life activists on Face Act-related charges. The activists were thrown in jail to await their sentencing and are facing 11 years behind bars and $350,000 in fines. They're still sitting in jail. They've been in jail since last summer, much like the J6 Gulag residents, where a lot of them have yet to get their first hearing. Due process is not permitted, these people. And again, this is where the horrible, terrible, very no good crime of 
saying, hey, please don't kill that unborn baby. That's it. That's the crime. Chip Roy from Texas, a few months ago, pressed Attorney General Merrick Garland about how the FACE Act is being applied and to whom it's being applied. Notably, the law is supposed to extend to the protection of pro-life pregnancy centers. Evidently, it doesn't appear to. Quoting here, Are you concerned at all that enforcement of the FACE Act has been biased towards pro-lifers over anti-life protesters 126 to 4 by our count. Roy pressed Garland even more. 126 times against pro-lifers versus only four times for the pro-murder of pre-born baby humans. Joe Biden, however, seems to be learning, uh, seems to be leaning into the pro-abortion messaging. Again, they think this is a winning campaign message. They think they beat conservatives on the murder of preborn baby humans. They certainly seem to get enough misinformation out there that typically more conservative parts of the country have voted to protect murdering preborn baby humans uh, because they were led to believe that even emergency cases where the life of the mother would be in danger was being restricted. Now, that does not exist in any of the laws or the suggested laws that have failed anywhere that have been pushed to put restrictions on how, when, and how long you're allowed to terminate a pregnancy. But Joe Biden and company, they're really leaning into it. Since just last week, Biden has tweeted from his personal account about abortion and the overturning of Roe v. Wade eight different times. Additionally, Kamala Harris is currently out there on an abortion tour. It's called the Fight for Reproductive Freedoms Tour. Now, again, kind of silly because reproduction requires there to be reproduction, not the termination of reproduction. That's another ridiculous misnomer. But hey, they like naming things in a way that doesn't make sense. All right, let's go ahead and take the mid-hour break. Uh, before we do that, I want to make sure that, again, a uh, quick reminder, you know, I've got good news and bad news. Uh, bad news is, our, our relationship with Vanish Holster is coming to an end. Uh, the current campaign officially ends on February the 9th. So after that point in time, I don't know how long the discount that comes from using the web page that's associated here will last. You can always try it, but my recommendation is to, if you have for any reason at all been procrastinating, but you're planning on using it and taking advantage, then your time is now, it's running out for real. You're going to have to get to it. Now, it's not because they weren't happy or satisfied with how things were going. It is because with their efforts upcoming this year to move all of their manufacturing back within the United States, uh, they are switching up their advertising strategy and they're moving away from podcasts altogether. So with that being the case, the... Uh, 
the campaign's coming to an end. They're going to be looking uh, to advertise elsewhere. So please take advantage of this deal because the good news is that they have extended, at least until the end of this campaign, the buy one, get one half off promotion that they were running uh, over the Christmas holiday. So when you buy one of their ultra comfortable holsters at a discount, a discount that's automatically activated when you go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P. You buy that first one at a discount, you get a second one for half off of that discounted price. Now, that's perfect if you want to own one of the world's most comfortable holsters and then give one to a friend or a family member or, like I keep pointing out, maybe you just want to save that one for yourself, too. Nobody says you can't have two of them, guys. <laughs> if that's what you want to do with it, that's your business. You do you, right? Regardless, I promise you you're going to love this holster more than any other holster that you own. And the reason why is because you can use it to carry almost any handgun that you own in absolute comfort. It's so comfortable, in fact, you're going to forget you're even wearing it. That's a big part of why they call it the Vanish Holster in the first place. This revolutionary holster fits 99% of all semi-automatic handguns. It works without a tactical belt. It lets you carry in multiple positions. And... It lets you conceal two fully loaded magazines, you know, just in case you got to do the quick reloads. All that, we still haven't got to the best part. Because the best part is that it comes with a money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it as much as I think you will, you can get all your money back with their hassle-free return policy. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal, guys. Now, Vanish is about to launch a whole new promotion, and they're about to move into a whole new field. So this deal will not be lasting much longer. That much I can promise you. And, you know, one quick look around. And we know what's going on out there. Criminals are more emboldened than ever. And the threat of terrorism occurring on American soils looming larger than it has in decades. Please, do not make the mistake of not being armed just because your holster is uncomfortable. Again, go to www.vnsh.com backslash T-A-P-P right now so that you can have a holster that makes it a pleasure to carry all day, every day. Uh, don't miss out on their opportunity. It's just, it doesn't make sense. Please, take full advantage while you still can. Meanwhile, don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. You're listening to Tap into the Truth. Hey, Joe. They say building back make America great. If that's a wave of the future, all I've got to say. Stick your progress where the sun don't shine. Keep your big mess away from me and mine. If you leave us alone, well, we'd all be just The Bible tells us that when the wicked reign, the people mourn. Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, I can say that with utmost clarity of mind, soul, and spirit, that the United States, for the most part, though not all, is unfortunately ruled by those who not only 
tend to lean toward more leftist wicked ideologies, but are themselves the embodiment of evil and are financially and frantically seeking to literally destroy our beloved republic. They were shocked beyond belief how President Trump was able to quickly spearhead numerous positive developments, both domestically and abroad, in less than four years, with a fraction of the support he should have received from the Republican Party. Far too many rhinos were more interested in playing footsies and plotting with Democrats to undermine Trump's America First policies. They declared Trump unfit to be president because he did not agree with the Democrat and rhino agenda to make the United States of America unfit to carry on as the leading nation of the world. I believe we can and will overcome this current reign of wickedness. What say you? I'm Ron Edwards. Check out the RonEdwards.com and Constitutional Grounds Coffee. When I invented my pillow, my passion was to help each and every one of you. And 20 years later, all of your support is what keeps us going. Because of you, we've been able to create thousands of USA jobs and help millions get the best sleep ever. To thank you, my employees and I are bringing you a limited edition my pillow. The Giza Elegance My Pillow is made with my patented adjustable fill, the most amazing cotton, and a two-inch pipe gusset. It has four custom loft levels, machine washable and dryable, and you get my 60-day money-back guarantee and 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code TAPP or call 1-800-659-9936. That's MyPillow.com with promo code TAPP. Use your promo code to get your limited edition 20th anniversary MyPillow queen size. Retails for $69.98, now only $19.98. That's right, get a queen size MyPillow for only $19.98. From all of us here at MyPillow, Constitutional Grounds, the hot air roasted coffee that produces a smoother, richer, healthier, and less acetic coffee. Our unique hot air roasted coffee has a most delicious taste that everyone is raving about. Because you want the best, Constitutional Grounds is the coffee you want in your cup. Simply go to BlueRidgeCoffeeCrafters.com and click on to the Constitutional Grounds coffee display to make your purchase and to be sure to use the RE10 promo code and you will receive a 10% discount. Remember... Constitutional Grounds, the coffee you want in your cup. Hi, this is Matt Fitzgibbons at PatriotMusic.com. If you share my passion for the simple but timeless principles that made our republic great and you like rock music, check out my five albums and videos on American history at PatriotMusic.com. You say gun control is using both hands. I've got to be free the way God made men. Hey, Jared, what's up? Well, my company gave me this Pride T-shirt. They say I gotta wear it to celebrate the LGBTQ. That's not really my thing, and, well, I sure as hell don't want to promote it. Yeah, I can understand that. What are you gonna do? I don't know. I'm just tired of all this woke bullshit. I mean, I've worked 20 years for this company. Well, they've been great until they started all this crap. I just want a job where I'm not forced to support all this nonsense. Yep, I hear you. I'm Andrew Krabschett, CEO of RedBalloon.Work, America's woke-free job board. We connect good employees with great companies without all that woke bullshit. 
So if you're an employee who's tired of all the nonsense, then put your resume on Red Balloon. And if you're an employer looking for hardworking, reliable job seekers, then post your open jobs at redballoon.work. I'm Andrew Krabschatz. Wait, no, it's okay, guys. That's just my last name. I'm Andrew Krabschatz from redballoon.work. Check us out today. Hi, I'm Andy Berger, founder and chair of Voices Against Trafficking. Check out our website, VoicesAgainstTrafficking.com, for our books and magazines. And you're listening to Tim Tap and Tap into the Truth. What a beautiful noise coming up from the street. Got a beautiful sound. It's got a beautiful beat. It's a beautiful noise. Going on everywhere Like the clickety-clack of a train on a track It's got rhythm to spare Alrighty, we got rhythm to spare, we got clickety-clack Andy Berger, I'm going to have to get her back on again sometime soon Uh, Big story today, I'm not going to have time to get to it Uh, Again, a huge arrest for human trafficking events, undercover sting. There's been a lot of these stories going on where law enforcement has really reeled in large numbers, uh, different parts of the country, and yet the mainstream legacy media doesn't seem to want to talk about it. Uh, Wonder why? Well, we'll talk about it, and we'll have those conversations upcoming very soon. Uh, Meanwhile, before we get into anything else, first I want to ask you about your preparedness against the collapse of the dollar. Okay, a little bit of luck. Hopefully the dollar doesn't collapse. But if Biden and company have their way between inflation and then the transition to the digital dollar, man, oh man, are you going to need to have something outside of their system that's going to have value, going to allow you to Uh, Purchase the things that they're not going to let you when they program those digital dollars. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, If you haven't already been thinking about uh, using gold and silver as a hedge against inflation, as a means of protecting your hard-earned wealth that you have spent your entire life building up, then it's time that you start it. Because worst case scenario, you're going to end up with some very valuable precious metals. Uh, Best case scenario, you're going to be ahead of the curve when everybody else is having to trade what food and ammunition they have. You're going to have something that's never been valued at zero. That, of course, is gold. And whether you've never thought about it or if you've only just recently started thinking about it, the best place that you can get started down this path is by calling, my friends, the premier conservative gold company, the folks that I trust, that I've used, Harvard Gold Group. They are Better Business Bureau approved with five-star ratings across the board. They make it easy to buy, easy to sell. They've got a low price guarantee. They offer a ridiculously large amount of free promotional gold and silver with qualifying purchases, uh, $15,000 worth. Just give them a call for their free investor's guide. It's worth finding out what that qualifying purchase is uh, to make that call. 
All right. So whether you just want to protect your retirement accounts or you want to have gold in hand, which is a pretty cool feeling, by the way, it's something that everyone should experience during their life. Give Harvard Gold Group a call. You can call them right now or you can wait till after the show. Just jot this down real quick. 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or you can visit them online at harvardgoldgroup.com. Now, if you go online, be sure to use promo code TAP. That's T-A-P-P. And if you give them the call, uh, make sure you let them know that you heard about them from TAP into the truth or that you heard it from Tim TAP. Uh, Just make sure they know that it came from me. And that will qualify you for an additional $250 in promotional gold and silver uh, with qualifying purchase, of course. But, you know, again, if you're going to invest, you might as well take full advantage of all the freebies you can get. It's not like it doesn't have value. This is a tremendous opportunity at free gold and silver. So just give them a call one more time. Uh, Last time I'll tell you today. 844-977-GOLD. That's 844-977-4653. Or just visit them at harvardgoldgroup.com. It's a great, great way to prepare for the worst. Okay, let's see if I can sneak two stories in here. If I can get two stories in the remaining time, this will have been a phenomenal situation. Uh, Before I do that, though, I do need to remind everybody that, of course, the Friday night live show is upcoming. Uh, We are scheduled to have uh, a banger of a show. I've got Tim Rivers returning. We're going to be talking about Jan Sex protesters uh, who got 60 more days after proving that his punishment was illegal. We've got Brandon Wichert coming back on. We're going to be talking about the terror regime in Iran having killed our U.S. troops and the fallout from there. We've got Richard Battle coming uh, on with us as well. We're going to be talking about the latest involving the U.S.-Mexico border crisis, the struggle between Texas and the Biden administration. And uh, then we're going to finish up with uh, Mark Burrell coming back on. Uh, We've talked a lot about his rediscovering the covenant. Uh, He's got a new book upcoming soon called The Duty is Ours. We'll be talking with him. So lots of great guests, a lot of great conversation. Do not miss it. You, of course, can uh, hear that live on Friday night from 7 p.m. Eastern until 9 p.m. Eastern on thelastfrequency.com, on uh, Liberty Talk FM, on K-Star Talk Radio Network and on ZMA Radio. Uh, All of those will have it live. And, of course, you'll still be able to hear the podcast after the fact uh, on whatever place you normally listen to podcasts, wherever you're hearing this right now. All right, so we talked a little bit about this on Sunday. And that's the fact that the GOP-led House is moving forward with the impeachment of Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. Now, the uh, GOP-led House took the next step towards that impeachment by uh, its hand, uh, because of his handling of the border, uh, they moved early Wednesday in the face of immense opposition by the Democrats and, of course, the Biden administration. And they moved it from the members of the Homeland Security Committee They all voted along party lines, of course, to advance 
the two articles of impeachment that had been uh, floated from this particular committee. One of them alleges that Mayorkas has willfully and systematically refused to comply with federal immigration laws. And another that claims that the secretary breached the public trust by making false statements, knowingly obstructed lawful oversight of the Department of Homeland Security, and made false statements to Congress. Now, some folks are like, oh, what about high crimes and misdemeanors? Well, considering that this is, in fact, a failure to live up to the responsibilities of the position and a failure of living up to your constitutionally required uh, responsibilities, both as far as the oversight's concerned and as far as actually enforcing current law for immigration law. Um, you know, forget about what the policies of the administration are. How about the actual law? And then there's several folks that could have faced this particular uh, punishment if you were looking at that. But that alone is enough to remove. Failing to enforce the law, which is your constitutional requirement for the position you hold, is in fact a crime. Now, what the criminal, uh, what the punishment is for that, uh, it's kind of uncharted uh, territory because almost no one's ever ignored it so blatantly because it's the actual political agenda of the current Democratic Party on the national level to full-blown Cloward and Pivens leave that southern border open. That's what they want. In fact, they want a whole new deal, and they are denying the fact that Joe Biden has the authority uh, by executive under current law to crack down quickly. And everything that he used an executive order to end when he took office, all the policies that Donald Trump had in place, if you have the legal authority by executive order to end all that, then you also, without a new law being passed, have the legal authority by executive order to reinstate every last bit of it. You just do. That's simple, straightforward, common sense. I know it's a rarity among Democrats these days, but two and a half, two and a half seconds of critical thinking gets you to that conclusion. Now, dig a little deeper, and then you come to realize that this fight with Texas, uh, where they're talking about, and folks are trying to encourage, Joe Biden, you need to nationalize uh, the, the National Guard so that uh, Texas can't use them on the board. Joe Biden doesn't have that authority. Joe Biden doesn't have that authority. Check out the this little document. Some of you may have heard about it. I know it's kind of obscure, but it's called the U.S. Constitution. Look under Article 1, Section 8, uh, Clause 15. That's your homework assignment for that. We will be talking about that more in depth, especially on Friday's live show when Richard Battle's on board. Going to bring it up. You can count on it. But again, Article 1, Section 8, Clause 15. Congress has the authority in that situation, not the president. Okay, anyway. So here's the deal. These articles were advanced out of committee at the end of a meeting that lasted roughly 15 hours 
as Democrats employed delaying tactics and proposed amendments that Republicans deemed to be political and unrelated to the impeachable offenses. Eventually, the GOP blocked Democrats from offering more amendments, and the articles were approved 18 to 15 shortly after 1 a.m. D.C. time. Quoting here, I am proud of the committee for advancing these historic articles. That's, of course, from Mark Green, Republican from Tennessee, who's been leading the charge on this. I urge my colleagues on both sides of the aisle to do the right thing. Put aside the politics and agree that before we can fix Secretary Mayorkas' mess, Congress must finally hold this man accountable. And they should. He has, even though he's just been following orders, we know that just following orders is not an acceptable defense. It hasn't been since Nuremberg. Really wasn't before that, but uh, we know the deal now. I was just following orders. I was just exercising the desires and following through with the policies of this administration. Well, when those policies are in direct defiance of your constitutionally dictated responsibilities, then you are in fact committing, uh, following an illegal order. And it doesn't matter what other laws you pass, if it's in violation of the Constitution, those laws are also in violation of the Constitution. So, legally passed law or not, if it stands in violation of the Constitution, it doesn't get to trump the Constitution. So a House floor debate and a vote to impeach Mayorkas is expected to happen as early as next week. If successful, it would be the first time a cabinet secretary has been impeached since 1876. But the GOP majority is contending with a very tight margin and some doubt, uh, some doubts that are showing up among the rank and file. Uh, a lot of the Republicans are thinking it's just not going to happen, so they shouldn't side with the 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 wrong side of the historical argument that it makes it seem cheap and just political. Well, impeachment is a political tool. It's a political action. It's not a criminal one. It is a political one. Now, criminal action can take place after the political thing has been taken care of, especially when you're talking about the impeachment of a president, but it holds true regardless of what position you're impeaching. And most positions are impeachable. The effort, pretty long odds when it comes to achieving a conviction and actual removal when it comes to the Democrat-controlled Senate, but uh, it is what it is. If it ends up being nothing more than political theater, at least they're doing the right thing in the theater. Homeland Security panel announced an investigation into Mayorkas' alleged dereliction of duty at the U.S.-Mexico border back in June of last year. And this is where we're at. Now, obviously, I don't have time to get into it, but there were two other stories I kind of had hoped to get to today. I should have known I wouldn't get there. Probably will revisit. Uh, want to make sure that you're at least aware of it, so the headlines are out there. Uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray was out there warning this week that communist China is preparing to wreak havoc across the U.S. with massive cyber attacks targeting critical infrastructure. Wow. It's a shame that maybe we didn't realize that was a possibility sooner. 
<laughs> also, uh, a report came out uh, today, January 31st, 2024, doing a Wednesday show instead of the Tuesday regular. Newly published audio of an employee that warned Georgia Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis back in November of 2021 about the potential misuse of federal funds just weeks before the worker was fired. The staffer can be heard in roughly two minutes of a longer conversation that was published by the Washington Free Beacon on Wednesday, telling Willis about a clash with her manager, Michael Cuffey, about his alleged plans to do, quote, impossible things with grant money. He was wanting to waste the money, use the money in ways that was not permitted, and he tried to br she tried to bring it to Miss Willis's attention. She got moved and then she got dismissed. So that's a thing that happened and that's a thing that I'll probably be revisiting. Uh, maybe spend a little extra time with it. It's a very revealing uh, recording. Makes me wonder exactly who was recording the conversation. Anyway, that's going to have to be where I leave things tonight. Like I said, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of important stories, and barely enough time to touch on all of them, especially if you're trying to fit it in a two-hour format. And... I hate to take up so much of your time, guys, <laughs> but here we are. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. As always, I appreciate it. Remember, don't take my word for it. Definitely, definitely don't take their word for it. Be prepared to put in some effort, and most importantly, use your brain if you really want to tap into the truth. Eric Buer, and you're listening to Tim Tap at Tap Into the Truth. Knew the Second Amendment was the final one to keep. 
is using both hands. Well, I prefer the 308 to the tiny 223. Gives me more than a thousand yards to protect my family. using both hands let's set the record straight there's no argument over the choice between peace and war but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace and you can have it in the next second surrender admittedly there's a risk in any course we follow other than this but every lesson in history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And this is a specter our well-meaning Christian liberal friends, our, our be- priests, bishops, and pastors refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives us no choice between peace and war, only between fight and surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we will have to face the final demand, the final ultimatum. And what then? When Satan has told the people of this world, he knows what our answer is going to be. He has told them that we're retreating under the pressure of his cold war and someday when the time is right to deliver his final ultimatum our surrender will be voluntary because you see by then we will have been so weakened from within spiritually morally economically he believes this because from our side he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price or better read than dead or as one commentator put it he'd rather live on his knees than die on his feet and therein lies the road to war because those voices don't speak for the rest of us You and I know it and do not believe that life is so dear and peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery. If nothing in life is worth dying for, when did this begin? Just in the face of this enemy? Or should Moses have told the children of Israel to live in slavery under the pharaohs? Should Christ have refused the cross? Should the patriots at Concord Ridge have refused to fire the shot heard around the world? The martyrs of history were not fools and our beloved dead who gave their lives to stop the advance of the Nazis did not die in vain. Where then lies the road to peace? Well, it's a simple answer after all that you and I have the courage to tell our enemies there is a price we will not pay. There is a point beyond which evil must not advance. In the words of Reagan, evil is powerless if the good are unafraid.